0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels adventure path.
1: Where we made a new friend. Yeah, we did. And learned some other sad parts, but we're not going to focus on that.
2: Hmm. I think we have to focus on the sad part because Ah,
1: that's the next mission. Because that's your job. Our job is to hunt down a
2: weird cult in the
3: sewer. Maybe. Underwater,
1: potentially. Underwater sewer (laughs) adventure.
3: Go. Yes, and there's more children missing, just not human children. That's yes, true. that Which
1: means to the dotari, they don't count.
3: But to Jerks. us,
0: they
2: do. Mm. Yeah,
1: they definitely yeah count we're not us. the dotari. Well,
3: the dotari don't know, probably.
0: <laughs> I doubt very much your ut friend here filed a report with the dotari. That would be <laughs> yeah.
2: hilarious, though.
3: As the
0: dotari are walking by a tentacle, just slips up with
1: a piece of paper and just drops <laughs> it in one of their pockets.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: would you take a look at this, please?
4: It's like this special, like, department that handles (laughs) Utyug crime Mm. I was really going to help you say
0: it's like it's the one Utyug member of the Datari
5: that just has like a little
6: badge
5: yeah he's the sewer Mm. guard right (laughs) see now I just want a whole Terry Pratchett Discworld thing with the guard and they're just all these like crazy creatures and stuff and it's yes if you haven't read any of uh Terry Pratchett's Discworld stuff please do so because it's amazing and the guard series I've read I've
0: read a minuscule amount of it I've read a couple of the uh
5: what's her what's the grannies oh the witches yeah Yes I've read wax, a couple of the, um, and yeah. uh, weather wax yeah. at all
0: Anyway, so yeah, uh, if we ever get around to doing uh, Agents of Edge watch at Yug party.
2: Yes. I would play <laughs>
0: sure. the heck out of anything where I got to be an Yug, yes. just saying. I'll keep this in mind. Mm. Navigating shot. maps as large-sized creatures is going to be really difficult to do. No, mm. we're missing it.
4: If we, if somebody dies, they can just play an Yug when we find them in the
0: stars.
1: Oh, Yug Rebellion.
4: <laughs>
3: that would be, be weird walking through Ut-Yug, the streets
1: so. of Kentargo as an Yug. They be fine. walk under
0: the streets.
3: Uh. Just pop out whenever they need to. I think oh, do
0: oh, a super difficult thing of playing a Nosferatu and yep. uh, Vampire oh Bloodlines. Exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so much more difficult? Why? Um, um, anyway. On the plus side, so, I get extra uh, yeah. blood from rats. It is true. You do get extra blood from rats. So yeah, when last we left our heroes, the Silver Ravens were investigating the hauntings at Odd and Daughter Herbs over in the western portion of the uh, the Argo Isle portion of Kentargo uh, in the old Kentargo district near the old Kentargo Cemetery wherein mm-hmm. they had found uh, evidence of a horrible tragedy that had befallen the Odd family, resulting in the you believe death of all three members, although you were never confirmed death of the husband. He just seems to have disappeared into the sewers somewhere. I
2: don't imagine he's been living with this cult in the sewers all these years, he but I guess have. we he never
1: know. I mean, we could be surprised. <laughs> <Seems> unlikely. <laughs> He's the new leader of the cult? Question mark. And considering it yeah. seems like
2: most of her fault, most of the cultists are female.
3: Um, yeah, that's why I was like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, think... that
1: part probably not. He could yeah. be
2: some
4: sort of servant down here. We don't know their lives. Yeah, <laughs>
3: they they could have just like been like, you are now our minion.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: mm. But yeah, you had descended down beneath the herbalism shop down into the sewers, wherein you had met with the uh, the oog down there, the Lord of Floatsum. Uh we love him. Prologue.
2: He's we gave him,
4: him
6: a present. So he gave
0: cool. us
4: blessings. Ah, the, we had yep. to vibe in a hot tub that wasn't hot. Very good.
0: Wash in, wash out. <laughs> it's really more than <laughs> uh, You had then had a long conversation with him, at which point uh, you determined, uh, yes, that there was uh, possibly an, an active cult down here, you believe, possibly belonging to uh, Mahathala, mm. sometimes referred to as the Queen of the Night, uh, one of the female powers who follow Asmodeus, mm-hmm. uh, a former uh, psychopomp. Usher. Yes. Okay. Kid
2: Stealer. Mm-hmm. And yep. she's basically the like queen of gaslighting from what we were able to learn about her. Yes.
0: A little bit. She's one of the uh, the collectively known the Queens of the Night, usually referred to by their uh, pejorative collective name. Uh, they're sometimes referred to also as Angels of Vengeance or the Queens of Light.
1: Ooh, hmm. I like I those that. things as well. <laughs> Queens of Light is very misleading sounding. That is
4: kind of that is in itself kind of a little bit of yeah. a misnomer. Yeah, <laughs> a
1: little bit, <laughs> well, especially because
0: yeah. they're also the queens of the night. So
1: yep. apparently they are both night
0: and light.
3: It's a night light.
1: As long as they're not a night bright, you know. Which are uh,
0: Arad Lily, the End of Innocence, uh, Doloros the Lady of Pain, Ilseth, the Irenes Queen, and Mahat Hala, the Dowager of Illusions. Mm. We love it. But yeah, you had uh, finished your conversation and uh, I believe we'd left off as you guys were basically went well we got nothing really down here because the, the trail is uh, seven years old mm-hmm.
4: well and we can't just wander down here through that grate or whatever into like the
2: unknown we need to know where we're trying to get to
0: yeah. you
4: know
2: I'm I wonder if this cult is holed up in the old uh, thieves guild hideout that can't be the, scried upon that's potentially mm, underneath the that graveyard? Would make sense
4: yeah, yeah that had been a theory mm. I want them to be connected very badly
6: but we, now know. it's kind of dark, right? Aren't we,
2: like, <laughs> hanging out in this house now? I guess we're going to have to stay the night at the house because it is probably... way It's dark and way past curfew, I believe.
0: I believe all of you decided to retreat your way back, uh, making your way back through the sewer passages that you've gone through previously, climbing your way back up through the, the drainage siphon off of the lower basement level, the herbalism level, basically where the shop was previously growing its mushrooms, mm-hmm. climbing back up this... Uh, slick tunnel up the stairs and then back to the main level you can choose to stay here you're reaching the point that if you were to brave the streets you could probably reach the tooth and Nail. getting much further than that you would be violating curfew by that point
2: could we get to our hideout yeah can we get to our new safe house it's not very it's probably about the the safe house
0: is further south like if, if you power walked yes basically
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know if we should spend the house and uh, spend then spend the house spend the night in a house with a ghost that we mm. know is active because she's been following us hey, we, put the, we
1: put the little barrier back in place yeah, yeah. yeah you're 100 like percent safe
2: sure
4: we could just hang out and like live with the the floats and friend
2: <laughs> yeah chesaree is <laughs> not sleeping in the sewer um yeah. so i'm yeah. going there are very for the few safe house.
0: comforts there <laughs> mm.
1: yep
2: but
0: uh. yes, you do have your old Cantargo safe house, which is located uh, down Salt Street off of uh Toos Alley, more or less about half a block past the Tooth and Nell. So yeah, yeah if you, power walk. Yeah. If you yeah. if you use all three actions to move at your full speed, you could get there pretty quickly. <laughs>
2: and Cesare okay. is faster than all the rest of you, so you
0: know what? It is true. <laughs> yes. Cesare is the fastest among us. Except for Raven, I think. Raven actually has the fastest movement speed.
2: Yeah, because I gave her that fast movement familiar thing. I think she's got a 40-foot movement speed. She can yeah. just go.
0: <laughs> a fast no, she's like,
3: I'll see y'all there. I got to go take a bath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so setting off into the city streets, again, the fog has rolled in as is uh, as is common this late in the year, uh, in the month of Lamashan, as the cool air of the evening hits the water and causes this, this riding low fog. Uh, tonight, it is not nearly as pea soup as it was a few nights ago when you were making your way back to Hedemans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead, you can navigate the streets, and you think relative safety, uh, although the distant tolling of the bells announcing the beginning of curfew just as you're arriving at the steps and the discordant out-of-time and uh, out-of-number tolling of the bells of the Temple of Asmodeus Great. Uh, mark your arrival. I feel like the
2: Hell's Bells have been going off a lot lately. I mean, there's no pattern to them that we know of, but it's still
3: like,
0: no.
2: dang.
1: Hmm. hmm.
3: It is one of the many mysteries that Victoria intends to solve one day. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll
1: get a chance to go in there at some point, in book six. A chance.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound like such a nice thing. <laughs>
0: Victoria p- pulls out her journal, jots down like the date and time
1: and the number of bells.
3: You say connected. that like it's a joke, but that's mm. exactly what
1: she's doing. Yep. One journal for our investigations. One journal that's like 500 pages thick of all the bells that have been ringing for the last like how many years? But I'm
3: sure she's got columns. <laughs> that way she can, you know, put, you know. You <laughs> didn't take that background trait
4: or campaign trait. It's
0: <laughs> true. That uh, was a campaign trait.
4: There were too many good ones to choose from. Backup mm. characters. Backup characters can have that one.
0: It could still be passive interest of hers. Yeah. Making your way up the stairs, uh, you arrive in the old Hell Knight safe house. Make your way in. Make yourselves comfortable. The beds in here are uh, are passable. Uh, again, it's mostly one room. Drop your bags. Get comfortable. Mm. Prepare for an evening.
5: Are the beds bunked? Like,
0: do we have? Uh, they aren't bunked beds, but they are. Right. They are basically very simple bunks, uh, more mm. or less the equivalent of twins. it. Gotcha. So for the taller amongst you, it's the feet hanging off the end sort of situation. No, yeah, it's you like this at home anyway. Pretty <laughs> close, yeah. Uh, again, you find yourselves in a, a large room, a number of beds scattered about. Off towards the side is one of those freestanding stoves that is both the source of heat for this room. Uh, if you open up the central grate, as well as an opportunity for all of you to uh, to cook up something. Although you did have an early dinner with mm. um, meat pies and all the rest of that stuff with Reich before you'd decided to uh, set off in yep. your merry way of uh, of ghost busting.
2: Do I have, have an not. hour and twenty minutes to finally scribe those three scrolls we found in here?
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys technically have uh, until probably about ten o'clock or so before you want to head to sleep. So.
2: Because I have my uh, magical shorthand, which is ten minutes per caster level lo- per spell level instead of an hour per spell level, so I can nice. subscribe them quickly. I can't I'm remember. I'm not one hundred
0: percent sure, but is this the first time that you've all stayed in the same room?
6: No, we stayed at Nikola's once.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we all stayed at Nikola's house
6: somehow.
5: (laughs) Somehow. I honestly (laughs) still don't understand how. This is way more comfortable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here, let's go ahead and just uh, bounce me um, however many Arcana checks that you need.
2: Oh, gosh. All right. 22, 32, 16.
0: I have moderate news, good news, and bad news. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: How do you moderately scribe a scroll?
0: The first scroll, you got it for six gold pieces. Um, The second Uh one, apparently, you found some sort of shorthand for your other second level spell, and Uh scribe got a critical success, which means... uh, you only had to use uh, half the materials, so it only cost you three gold worth of ink. Because uh, uh-huh. apparently mm. you're just like, "Ah, this is all extraneous. I'll remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, scribble down some margins, notes in the margin." <laughs> uh, however, the fourth level spell, unfortunately, did fail to scribe that.
2: Okay, well, I can't cast it yet anyway. I was just gonna have it in there for later, so that's fine. I can try yeah. again in a week or whenever I get, in, or whenever we level up. So it's not like it destroys the scroll. Yeah, it's
0: destroyed it if you crit fail. <laughs> Critical fail is uh you expend half the materials. Um, So it would have cost him 36 gold pieces to scribe that. So if he critically failed, it would have cost him 10 gold worth of ink. And he wouldn't have gotten the spell. And
1: he wouldn't Mm. have gotten the spell either. Yeah. Jeez.
2: But now you also just have some scrolls you
1: can use. Man, scribing scrolls is expensive.
2: Now water breathing and comprehend languages are in my spell book. Nice. And I have a scroll of water breathing. Very nice. Cool. I also have a scroll of water breathing. I think we found two of them here because you know Knights of the Torrent. But you know. mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
0: and it's a good way to get people—if you need to get people secretly out of the city or something like that—for whatever reason.
2: Yeah,
3: whatever reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we would definitely reason.
1: never have an interest in doing that. No,
0: siree. <laughs> but I suppose all of you rest up for the evening, awaken the following morning, go through your morning preparations. Adria I imagine throws open the the large windows probably much to the grumbles of some of your companions you know at dawn air
4: the house out you know
0: takes in some deep breaths of the uh, the ocean breeze coming in sing a little bit you do the Disney princess thing some uh, pigeons fly down and land on your arms oh yeah <laughs> like the pigeon lady from Home uh, that is Home exactly Alone. what I was thinking
2: mm. Home Alone 2 Nice. Nicolo is very annoyed by this yeah, with his vendetta his against his
0: the eyes. pigeons. Yes. I look at you. <laughs> but yeah, Cesare, you wake up, you go paging through your spell book. Uh, Raven napping on your lap. Vittoria, I imagine, wakes up, takes the, the time in the morning with the, the bright light and all the rest of that stuff to quickly correlate all of her notes taken from the evening before.
3: Oh, yeah. She's like probably gone back and color coded, written in the margins, made her own little miniature, uh, you know, string board in her journal.
1: A portable <laughs> string board? Uh, yeah. Nikolo, I imagine,
6: it just gets
3: up, probably uh,
0: does some some quick exercises and everything. Being your strength-based rogue, <laughs> so yep. a couple push-ups, some sit-ups. Um, the whole time, like, again, Adria's sitting there at the window and everyone else, like, the other two are prescribing their books and Lucia's sleeping and Niccolo's just in the background doing lunges back and forth across the room. <laughs> I'm glad you
2: think Raven's asleep on my lap while Niccolo's doing a
0: workout routine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've already
3: established she's the founder of the fan club.
0: That is true. Niccolo finishes, Raven's just holding a little towel for him.
6: <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: towel. I mean, it's, like ta- it's like a little tea towel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you all eat a quick breakfast. Um, again, there's some basic food supplies here, uh, non-perishable. So it's a bunch of like, go down, you pull some water from the communal well downstairs, you come back up, you make some oatmeal, mm. eat some of that. There's a little bit of cinnamon up here, just as a okay. bit of extravagance. I mean, you know. And then uh, I suppose, I believe you needed to go and speak with uh, hedeman to let him know yes. that you were uh, victorious as far as... Uh, mm. Well, we should again, probably tell Reiki you only... can
2: go back to his house
0: Yeah, well, Yeah. You know he was no, saying at the way. tooth and Nail.
2: Just tell him, hey, things are still status quo for now. Um there's no, an audio no under your house that likes potatoes.
5: We may also <laughs> want to tell him to uh reboard that entryway just for now. Cause who knows yeah. that cult's gonna use it again. <laughs> that is fair.
3: That's very true.
0: But I suppose you gather yourselves together. Stop by the tooth and nail give Reich the quick heads up on all the rest of this he's uh, he's very grateful for everything that you did 100% uh, understanding that you weren't able to completely take care of the situation considering how long he's personally been living with it
3: we're working on it
0: <laughs> the moment you tell him eagerly rushes off because he needs to get back uh, to take care of the morning rush of people going in mm. basically leaving old Cantargo for the castle district I'd imagine you'd set off from there making your way east through the city past the holding house back down around past the House of Truth and Clarity, uh, past the hammering sounds of Vespens Artisans, over into the Southern Temple Hill District, taking the Salt Street all the way through Red Roof District until you arrive at the Devil's Threats. Even this early in the morning, the eastern portion of the Red Roof District is hopping. People going along Red Street and along Salt Street, either going to work, especially in the case of people going to, like, Kelember's Dry Goods, Uh, There's that almost constant sound in Red Roof, considering the lack of quality to the eponymous Red Roofs here. That constant Mm. sound of shingles being replaced somewhere nearby. So there's this very distant hammering sound that seems to be perpetual here. uh, Before you eventually begin to approach towards the Devil's Threads. As you're making your way up the steps to there, a door opens. A uh, a young typhling woman gives all of you a nod as she goes uh, rushing past with a a large, fancy-looking box that you're going to assume is the one of Hedeman's finished products as she goes jogging off down the street to hmm. uh, wherever it is that she's delivering said fancy. You're going to guess gown or suit depending upon the, uh, the wishes of the, the purchaser stepping up and making your way inside. You find that the, uh, the inside is quiet and uh, fortunately empty of any <laughs> customers at the moment. The windows here are wide open, flooding this room with light. A number of candles burn across the, uh, the far end of the room, gently illuminating the various uh, clothing and such at a, at a discreet enough distance that uh, obviously it's not risking catching anything on fire. Each one of these candles, scented candles, filling the room mm-hmm. with this fine aromatic smell. You step in, there's the soft tinkling of the silver bell over the door. And Hediman in a, uh, a fine suit of black and silver with a red ascot steps out, out <laughs> from the back. Nice. Gives all of you a warm smile. I've heard rumors on the wind that someone was successful.
2: Mm-hmm. And we were able to that, track down the culprit, yes.
0: Tell me. Mm-hmm.
2: I guess we tell him the story. <laughs> yeah.
1: We relay our valiant and efforts. And I got stabbed a lot.
0: <laughs> Hedeman listens, makes his way off towards the side, retrieves a bottle of wine, a couple of wine glasses. It's a little early, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is it like 8 a.m.? <laughs>
3: Chesrae's
2: like, whatever. It's
0: been a
3: weird Adrian couple days. Of an early dream. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, Vittoria is going to politely decline.
0: He listens politely to the conversation, interjects a couple of times, furrows his brow uh, deeply, giving his aspect, uh, again, a momentary glance past that calm, cool, collected exterior uh, when you mention the kookery. Mm. Continues mm. to listen until you've finished. So he has been turned over to the proper authorities.
2: And confessed to all of his crimes, according to the lieutenant. Including mm. some we didn't know about yet.
0: Well, it seems that you were more successful than even I could have hoped for. I am concerned
1: about this knife.
3: Considering it may have been what
2: created the Temple Hill Slasher. Yeah.
1: Well, and this guy, too.
2: I'm hoping by studying it, I can figure out how to destroy the thing entirely.
0: It's good that you have it, and that the city, and by extension, the Church of Asmodeus can't get a hold of it.
2: Yeah, my thoughts, exactly.
3: There is something very darkly evil about it. Even being near it
5: was
4: uncomfortable.
5: It's hard to tell in all the confusion, but it's entirely possible the Church is how he got it in the first place.
2: I thought he stole it from somebody. And no, he, got, killed he them. got
1: it from some weapons shop. He, like, broke in and stole it and killed the owner, right?
2: And we're not entirely sure how he found it, but Vittoria does have his journal. Hmm. It's not a fun read. Not like those Sin Saga books. Those aren't <laughs> a fun read either. Those are great. <sighs> They're even worse to edit.
0: There's are a certain guilty pleasure.
2: Right? Cesare raises an eye at Hedman, like, <laughs> oh I my a God. At Hedman and make a drink.
1: We yeah. are going to have our first fight about these books. <laughs>
0: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hedman strokes his chin. Hmm. I've collected a few items that may be of some use to you as a reward, if you will, for uh, successfully dealing with this and making the streets a safer place. Of course, mm-hmm. Lucia, you may uh, keep the cloak
1: it looks rather dashing. Oh, thank
0: you. <laughs> Plus I am the gray cloak. <laughs> Such has never gone uh, quite as well with my choice of uh, outfit. You stand out too much for it to make much difference. I think. <laughs> I have been told I turn a head or two. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his way back to the back. Comes back out not with a. Uh, not exactly with what you'd expect considering the, the surroundings, the opulence of the surroundings to you here. But with a, a long, simple wooden box, uh, about two feet, uh, two and a half feet in overall length, that he sits down on a table. Uh, this he opens. These are a few of the items that I was able to save from the ruins of the Threshing Badger. Ah. They're still a little smoky, so I apologize. That's quite all right. Uh, first off, he pulls out a, uh, a large satchel. Um, hands that off to uh, whoever would be interested. Opening up the satchel seems to be ointments, bandages, uh, healer's tools, and um, even some surgical implements.
2: Ooh, oh, cool.
0: I give those to Vittoria. <laughs> of what you can recognize is a uh, healer's tool expanded kit. Oh, oh. oh nice. Oh. Which functions just like regular healer's tools except for it gives you a plus one bonus on uh, medicine checks whenever you use them.
4: Oh, very nice. Good. Yes, I hand the surgery. I don't want to cut people open. Here you go, kid. I hand it over to Vittoria, for sure. (laughs) Uh, I mean, let's be
3: honest. I typically cut open dead people. Well, you know.
1: Mm. And to be fair, it's just like cutting open a dead body, except they squirming and yelling and screaming.
2: Anatomy is anatomy. Cesare shrugs, sips his wine. Uh, He (laughs) also
0: (laughs) retrieves and hands over a bandolier holding uh, four red vials of liquid Mm. and would be willing to inform each of you that these are four uh, healing potion lessers.
6: Okay. Okay. Nice. We'll add
0: those to the party kit. Uh, you're allowed to keep the bandolier also if you wish. Cool. Thirdly, he retrieves a a small box, uh, hands this over with some care. These are <laughs> much like the others, uh, just a more potent mixture. This box contains five potion healing potions, moderate. Oh, wow. Holy cow.
6: Okay. Uh, each That's one
0: expensive. of which will heal for 3d8 plus 10.
1: Okay. So, okay. so we can each have one of those. Video game
3: yeah. logic is telling me the crap's about to hit the fan. We're about
1: yeah. to go and well, find a We're going to not have access underwater. to our usual places of healing, i.e., anywhere.
4: <laughs> our usual places of healing are Vittoria and I, so I don't know what to tell yeah. you about that. That's true.
1: That's true.
0: The last is an object that I've been holding on to for some time. I've used it myself on occasion, uh, but it's. Uh, let me simply say that it doesn't mesh well with my usual mode of uh, operation. He retrieves a leather wrapped bundle. Uh, A very long one unwraps this, revealing what is honestly a somewhat hideous looking morning star. Oh, gross. All right. Uh, This (laughs) battered morning star is made of uh, basically a rough uh, spiked ball on the end of a battered wooden shaft and looks somewhat just kind of cobbled together.
4: Hmm. Yeah, this doesn't match your vibe.
0: Oh, that's not it. This is the tolling bell.
4: Oh, we love a named weapon.
0: I'm sorry what? The tolling bell is some five or six hundred years ago. A band of noble knights, worshippers of Milani, fought to protect a nameless hamlet in the Uslavic county of Amos, in the shadow of the Hungry Mountains. The locals were being preyed upon by a vampiric count that had awoken from his ages sleep, and it mm. began to gut himself on the locals the knights were not prepared or equipped to deal with a creature of this nature and so the town banded together they collected every piece of cutlery and silver coin they could and melted them all down they then used those to craft this and four others like it the tolling bells they made these morning stars for use in the battle against the vampiric count the priests traveling with the knights enchanted the weapons to aid in their fight against the undead only one of the knights was said to have returned from the count's fortress home but they were victorious he then went back to their next of kin across much of the face of avicene including one who lived in this very city However, the family did not wish the weapon buried, and so they provided it to the Church of Milani. And a follower of Milani has cared for this weapon ever since. I suppose it would be more useful to any of you. It's a passable weapon against the living. More than passable, to be perfectly honest. However, against the undead, it's extraordinarily uh, capable. Although it does have a curious, let us simply say, side effect. Hmm. Uh, Upon striking an undead creature, it tolls like a church bell. Hmm. Hmm. It's a little bit loud for my (laughs) usual approach to things.
4: Uh, Let's give it to the other rogue.
6: (laughs)
0: Uh, Uh, He already has the identification for this. Uh, The tolling bell is a uh, plus one silver disrupting morning star.
4: Good gracious. Yeah, that's real dang. I, we're going to fight dang. vampires. Sorry. We're going to get some kind of
1: undead. They're not giving us this. We're not using it. Yeah. This well, it's also silver, silver so
2: devils.
4: Yeah, devils. yeah, devils are good too, but the story's about vampires,
0: man. By the way, mechanically speaking, the tolling bell does not make any more uh, sound than regular combat does. Mm.
6: Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Because you're already right, yelling and shouting
0: like... and all the rest of that stuff. However, if you're a single person using stealth to club mm. people from the shadows, it uh, doesn't <laughs> necessarily you're work. You're going to have a bad though. time. I mean, again, it's only really a problem against the undead. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) The uh, silver on this is low-grade because, again, uh, the silver Mm -hmm. heads of these weapons are actually made from melted coins and unpure sources and such. Sure. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Of course. This low-grade silver, which means that uh, it can basically carry an enchantment up to uh, level eight enchantment as far as Mm -hmm. low-grade silver is concerned. Uh, Disrupting is a level five. Yep. Uh, and for your own edification, disrupting means that it does an extra one d six points of positive energy damage on any strike against an undead creature, and on a critical hit, the undead is also enfeebled one until the cool. end of your next turn.
5: Super cool! I would like to go ahead and take that. Yeah, I you think should you're take the only that. One who wants it.
1: Does anybody mind if I take the bandolier?
5: <laughs> uh, you can technically bandoliers don't do anything at this point.
1: Oh, they Church don't. Cool. No, oh, that's they, right. they, they got, got rid of any. all you the container actually...
5: rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so. right.
1: Okay, never mind.
0: You can take it just because it looks cool. Yeah. I'm going to take <laughs> it because it looks
5: cool. There you go. Yeah, that was an areta from the early edition of Pathfinder Okay, TV it does actually issues. show as
1: a container on the in the... Uh, yeah, you can assign things to it so sheet, if you want so yeah. it to
0: for, like, you know, organization mm. purposes and all the rest of that stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, technically Raven's wearing a little, like, bandolier. That's how she's carrying some potions and stuff. Okay,
0: yeah, I was
1: going to say, I'm going to put my potion on the bandolier and... There you go.
0: As you all have a quick discussion, collect these items. I imagine, you know, Nicolo tries a couple of good swings, despite the fact that again this thing is it is obvious that this that basically someone took the haft. Um, You can only guess since there were five of these. Someone Mm -hmm. took the haft of maybe a hoe or some farming implement and cut it in half to basically make the handle for this thing and then made this roughly circular, but not quite striated silver head to it. Picking it up and swinging it around, it swings with incredible ease. Um, As you can tell, that is very magical. As far as being a plus one weapon is concerned. And despite being ugly as sin, it's a weapon
5: after my own heart. <coughs>
1: <laughs> it's all, It's what's on the inside that counts, clearly.
5: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a Lucia weapon. Oh, no.
1: No, as soon as you described it, I was like, Lucia will not touch this weapon. <laughs> For Adrian, it reminds her of like
0: a really old, like, meat mallet she had that mm. was just like, it's like, I really <laughs> loved that mallet, but it was horrible. <laughs> after collecting all this stuff, though, Hedeman glances out towards the open window. I may also have a solution for this Hmm? kukri.
4: Oh, the the knife. I thought you were talking about the morning stuff for a second. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so Uh, was uh, I.
4: I was
3: like, wait, why do we need a solution?
0: You could could probably wrap the handle in something a little knife. Probably have something around here. Just to make it more presentable. I don't mind the splinters. We all look you like, those can get infected, <laughs> we're all, man. We're all just like, really? <laughs> well, again, the the haft itself, it, again, it's it's well polished from 500 years of use. I oh, guess yeah, the magic has enough. kept the wood from being uh, degrading too much and all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. But I do have connections with someone that i worked with years back mm. who may have a safe place to store this kukri.
2: Who is this person and the... Where would they be hiding it?
0: Zatrin Vast. He is the high priest of the faith of Shilin. Oh, that's why. Mm. Songbird Hall has a, let us simply say, the paladins of the uh, Lady of Music and Beauty have a safe place to store the items they do not wish to fall into the hands of the Church of Asmodeus. Mm. The object may be safely stored there. Of course, Cesare, not that I don't. Trust you with it, but I'm a little concerned with you taking this knife back to the very halls of the mm-hmm. place in which the former uh, instructor was corrupted by its power.
2: Mm. I have to hand it on, have it on hand to study it.
4: You could go hang out at the Song Hall, or wait, what? The Songbird Hall? Yeah.
5: Again, just a suggestion. I mean, it's
3: better than any current plan we have beyond studying it. It's true.
5: I mean, honestly, I have no idea how you'd even go about destroying something like that. Unless you have any divinations that may assist you with that for right now.
0: uh, May wish to store it there while you, for lack of an easier term, do your research.
2: If you're sure that they can be thrusted. I don't tend to thrust people easily.
0: I would and have trusted Zatrin with my life.
2: Mmm, the X.
0: Why (laughs) are you going to put that out there? That is is
6: not where I went when I was thinking about that. This is a boy
4: love manga. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God, you're probably right. Uh, I don't know if I'm right, but I'm excited about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And understand, of course, that uh, this is me extending uh, an additional courtesy to all of you, as it is not common knowledge that Songbird Hall hides these items. It may Mm. be something that the. uh, the current administration would take poorly were it to find out. So I would limit it to the people in this room. Yeah. Not that I don't trust your silver ravens. I just don't know mm. your
5: silver ravens.
4: I don't
3: think
0: I mean, there's any
4: reason to tell them. Not
3: at the current juncture.
5: Really, if all they're doing is holding objects that the church might want, it's probably best to um, leave them where they lie. Well, and
0: suffice it to say, the faith
5: of Shilin has had a struggle for years.
0: In Cantargo, regardless. Mm. It's only the sheer number of artists of this city that has kept the faith of Asmodeus from finally ousting the high priest there, much like the restructuring of the House of Golden Vels. Mm. Uh, this, for all of you, being all of you that are natives to uh, the city of Cantargo, which is all of you, the House of Golden Vels used to actually be the temple of Caden Kaelin. Oh. Mm. Until they were kicked out, and basically the temple of Asmodeus sold the plot to the faith of Abadar, um, who came in. <laughs> Although there was there have been rumors that the uh, Faith of Asmodeus actually got to uh, for lack of a better term like interview and select the followers of uh, Abadar that were allowed to take up the House of Golden Bells.
2: Yeah, of I imagine course. that church is pretty lawful evil. I mean,
1: you uh, know. Uh, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: If you'd like, I could take you over there and make introductions.
1: I mean, if we're going to be storing something over there, introductions would be nice cuz then they're going to be really suspicious of us otherwise.
0: I was more saying I could make introductions unless you wanted simply Cesare and I to take it over there
2: I don't mind taking it over there of course he glances down towards his backpack where the evil
1: knife is currently sitting Uh, how are we going to explain how we found it
0: they
5: are used to not asking questions oh that's good I don't think these guys are going to turn us into the Datari if we you know, are like, hey, <laughs> really here's dumb. this evil knife we want to make sure doesn't go to the Church of It was of most Asmodeus. definitely
1: used in, you know, two dozen murders or however mm-hmm. many he I think <laughs> we should all go
4: meet this guy in case we need his assistance in the future.
1: Well, all right. I mean, it would be good to network with people who are uh, maybe not overtly opposed to uh, the Church of Asmodeus, but uh, somewhat against some of their practices.
0: Anyone in the party that wishes to, I suppose you gather yourselves together, uh, set off with Hedeman to make your way back down Salt Street towards uh, Temple Hill. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me recall knowledge for religion. So all of you are at least passingly familiar with the faith of Uh Shalene, uh, of course, being the Eternal Rose, the uh, goddess of uh, art, beauty, love, music. Basically the, the goddess of uh, artistic expression as well as uh, loving one another, uh, usually in spite of any fellings. Uh, Somewhat personified by the fact that uh, she is the half-sister of Zonkathon, uh, Mm -hmm. her corrupted brother, um, the lord of pain and suffering god of uh, twisted uh, torturers, murderers, uh, and worse. And the entire country of Nightall. Yep. Also noting that uh, Songbird Hall is on basically the same street as Shadow Square, the temple of Zonkathon. Uh, There are actually only a couple of buildings separating Shadow Square from
5: Songbird Hall. Hmm. hmm. It's an interesting position they're in.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
5: Yes, the Shilonites. Their faith is um, the only faith aligned with the heavens allowed to operate within the city. Oh. That said, it is probably because they are, well, not necessarily approving of the way things are currently going. It is because they don't cause much in the way of disruptions. Mm. Mm. So, yes, a lot of folks uh, don't necessarily trust them because it seems like they're a bit, um... If you are not actively against my enemy, then in some ways, perhaps you're aiding them.
6: Mm.
5: Perhaps they are, perhaps they're not. It's a very tough position to be in, and I'm certainly glad I'm not having to deal with that. that nods uh,
0: leading the way down the street. Believe me when I say that I would prefer if they were more...
5: Mm,
0: Let's simply say active in the city's uh, defense. They receive most of their funds from city's continued peaceful existence. Mm. They work as official matchmakers for the uh, merchants, the nobilities. They work as tutors for young nobles in the way of art and courtship and music and sculpture. And then they invest those funds, sometimes aiding me. And investing things into feeding the poor, sprucing up neighborhoods, making certain that large art grants are given to the underprivileged but talented amongst the common people of the city. Mm. is not a warrior goddess. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: This is true. Although, every bird has talents. Mm. Also true. Perhaps if the climate were to change somewhat, things might be different. Perhaps you eventually arrive at
0: Songbird Hall. It is a massive marble edifice, beautifully crafted, one of the most beautiful buildings, if not arguably the most beautiful building uh, in all of Temple Hill. Uh, Despite the fact that it sits far down in the shadow of the hill beneath the Temple of Asmodeus, it is a shining beacon. Even as you're making your way up, you can see that the Uh, Lay priests as well as your guess uh, young children basically apprenticing stand out on the front steps even here in the early morning singing a beautiful song greeting the dawn as all of you make your way up the wide steps up towards the building proper stepping inside this place has a weird it feels like a combination musical academy. Judging by the number of uh, both beautiful singing and music that you can hear played coming from deeper in the structure, and this occasional off-key notes of what you can only assume are like six to ten-year-olds learning to play the mm. trumpet for the first time, uh, mm. somewhere <laughs> further off and <in> away. <laughs> a large garden occupies the central portion of Songbird Hall, of which there are already a number of uh, sculptors and artists, both those with a great deal of experience as well as those learning. Uh, beginning their morning rotations as again this place is one part temple and one part musical academy. Hedeman leads the way uh, nodding to a couple of people that give him you know smiles and nods. You get the feeling that considering that in his own way Hedeman's quite the artist uh, Mm. he's rather well appreciated here and eventually leads all of you back to the eponymous hall of Songbird Hall. Stepping in here especially for those of you that have been to, like Cesare, churches of Asmodeus, or those of you that have been to other, uh, let us simply say, more stuffy institutions, Mm. like the Church of Abadar. Usually you're used to the long rows of rather uncomfortable-looking wooden benches. However, every bench in this place looks exceedingly comfortable to sit on. The surrounding walls are covered in beautiful murals, and large freestanding statues of carved marble stare down, of not only Shilin, but various important figures to the faith of the goddess. Along the upper eaves of the outside of the room, set about 20 feet up, are a large number of brass bird sculptures. Uh, Their beaks open, each of them twittering in a different key and note that somehow all mixes together to make a constant beautiful sound like you're walking through a springtime glade. Approaching towards the front, you see a massive depiction of the goddess Shalin, a statue that stands some, you'd say, close to maybe 15 feet in overall height. This depiction showing her basically sitting on the edge of a large rock with a large harp set across her lap, which she seems to be in the process of strumming, uh, with actual silver strings on the statue. Curiously of note, uh, again, considering Hedeman's statement pertaining to her not being a war goddess is that the goddess's traditional glaive is in the sculpture as well, propped up behind her with an easy reach if it should be necessary.
2: Hmm. It's not her glaive.
0: Well, it's her brother's glaive, but it's hers now.
2: <laughs> That's still the favorite <laughs> weapon of Shalane.
0: It
1: is, yeah.
2: Yes, but it's not hers. She stole it from Zonkathon. <laughs> he needed it stolen. Cesare tries not look, to look too much like that goth kid at Disneyland.
3: Yeah, you are failing that.
0: (laughs) An exceedingly handsome man turns to face all of you as you make your way forward. His features are androgynous. His eyes are a piercing shade of deep blue. Uh, His hair is short cut, but still almost this, this volume to it. Imagine him with the hair for the from Stranger Things.
4: Oh, Steve hair.
6: Huh?
0: Ah, he's got the oh, Steve hair. Yep. Steve
3: hair. All right, Vittoria might be taking a second glance at that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wears simple but fine robes of green, unadorned, and a blue cloak that is clasped in the center with a silver clasp, showing what appears to be a songbird with a long, brilliant tail curved around to almost form a circle. Huh. The man gives a wide smile as he takes the last few steps down. Hedeman. It's always a pleasure, but I wasn't expecting to see you here today. Zacharin, these are my friends. He glances back towards all of the rest Mealo of you. waves. <laughs> we had a matter of some import to discuss with you. Zacharin glances over all of you, even without a sense motive. You can see that his f- smile falters for a moment. <laughs> Um, You're going to guess that his experience with Hedeman's friends has not necessarily always been good.
6: (laughs) Also, we're
1: we're still dressed for adventuring, so he's probably like, oh no. The man gestures for you to
0: follow him, leads you out of this room and then down through a quiet hallway where you can just hear the distant sounds of music. uh, Before leading you into a simply appointed room, Uh, Hmm. there are portraits along the walls that you'd consider to be breathtaking landscapes of Cantargo and the surrounding areas. Ships at sea, sunrises over Temple Hill, beautiful depiction of the towers of the Alabaster Academy. And the man closes the door after him. Zacharin turns back to the rest of you. Edamon does not usually bring his friends here, unless they're bleeding. Mm.
3: Oh. Well, I typically staunch the bleeding now. Or me. We share. Ah.
0: True.
3: It's a matter of some import.
0: We have need of your vault. Edaman smiles. Well,
3: that was blunt.
0: <laughs> ah. Dispensing with formalities, then. Well, first off, it is a pleasure to meet all of you. Uh, welcome mm. to the Halls of the Goddess. Thank you yep. for having us. Yep. He nods to each of you as you introduce yourselves. So then, uh, you've come across an item that you need protected. Well, I think more accurately that my friends have come across an item that needs to be protected from exposure to other people. Mm. It
2: is a kookery that has been enchanted somehow. It, uh, causes the person who holds it to commit the murder. May I see it? Chesaree will take it out of the bag.
0: Kind of hold it at a distance unroll it on the table.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's rolled up, so set it down on the table and then, no you know.
1: Yeah. Just flick the, the thing yeah. enough until it unravels, yeah. mm I see. I've heard
0: rumors that there were murders in the city. Red Roof. Alt it,
2: it has been dealt with.
5: And the individual? Arrested. Currently in Dotari custody. Good. Hopefully you can find some form of redemption. I don't know, but um, it is very important this knife doesn't fall into anybody else's hands lest we end up something similar happening again.
2: I intend to study it to see if there's a way to destroy it.
0: That would probably be what's best. I hate to see any, any work that someone has poured their heart into destroyed, but...
3: Sometimes you need a clean slate.
0: <laughs> sometimes one must destroy something if it creates a greater art. Mm. Sacrificing art if doing so allows them to save a life. I agree. And I can store this for you. It would be best if uh, certain... Individuals were not allowed access to uh, such a potent weapon.
2: That was our thoughts. We agree.
0: Might I ask your involvement? I'm, I'm afraid that Kintargo is not exactly known for the heroics of its citizenry.
4: <laughs> used to be, right?
0: It did. In fact, years and years ago, it was widely known for both its love of art and beauty as well as the courage of its people.
3: And it can be again.
0: That's true. Time tarnishes silver. Hmm. But the silver remains beneath the surface.
5: You just have to apply a little elbow
0: grease.
2: One of Hetman's associates was unfortunate enough to fall victim to this individual. And he asked for our help solving the situation And we have.
0: I'm terribly sorry. Hetman nods. She has been, um... I don't know if she would have necessarily wanted revenge. But she has been avenged. She knew the risks going into this. We all do. Mm. But I'm pleased to know that it won't happen again. The priest nods. Well, I will take this. And if you are the type that are doing what you can to aid this city, know that you have a place here at this hall. Mm. I would be happy to help you if I can
4: well, birds of a feather gotta stick together, right? (laughs) I suppose. Hey, we're ravens. (laughs) Exactly, songbirds,
0: ravens, like, try Mm. to drop some hints. Um, if I may, though. Hmm. Songbird Hall is open to all. I will readily aid you if you should find yourself in need. I ask, of course, though, that you not bring any undue danger here. This he gestures to the knife. Is something that we can store and protect, but we are not in a position where we can shelter. You understand those that are pursued by the law.
5: We have an understanding. Well then, I wish you well.
2: Chesire will follow Hedman out.
1: <laughs> I assume we probably tell him, "Do not touch it." Uh, well, not you, don't head head it yeah. yeah. that
0: touches it. Yeah, you make your way out. Uh, supposed to navigate your way back through the halls of this building. Edamon seems to know his way uh, before making your way back to the main steps and stepping back down uh, out into the the central thoroughfare, out onto Ravenel Road that runs uh, along the western face of Temple Hill. Mm. Well, there we have it. Okay. Oh, uh, also, I do apologize. The High Priest would have also uh, informed you that they do have a bounty on uh, any dangerous items.
1: Oh, oh, heck. Mm. Uh,
0: oh, and as such, yeah. would be willing to uh, give you a reward for the bounty, uh, basically, on Balgaraw, uh, as long as you're leaving it there until you can find a way to destroy it.
4: Yeah, we love it. Yeah, we're that is that. what we are doing. Okay. Uh,
0: nice. Which is actually uh, 240 gold pieces. Damn. Wow. wow. Yes. That's, a,
3: that's a heck of a bounty. We're getting a striking right. rune.
0: Basically, uh, since uh, it is an wow. evil <laughs> object, they are willing to pay you the uh, market value for the weapon, uh, were okay. it not cursed and possessed, wow. uh, basically, to take it off the market.
1: Nice we'd love it
0: keep that in mind if you find any other evil items that you're not really wanting to like sell back into <laughs> the uh...
1: We've unlocked the. I, I like, the, a, I like uh, a, a church that will give here. us not just the sell value but the actual retail value of it that's yeah. very oh, cash I money of the them oh I have the
2: puzzle box Oh, hmm?
1: should we oh. give them the puzzle box uh yeah, yeah we don't want to open a
4: portal that for I titans to come through one second open box. this bag and start pulling out really <laughs> horrible <laughs> stuff <laughs> Yeah. what have you been doing but wait
5: there's more yeah,
4: we're here helping rid
2: this place of bad stuff, friend.
5: Yeah. yeah oh, it's my It's like, gosh. wait, oh, you
2: have a bounty for weird, evil stuff? Here's this evil puzzle box. <laughs> I forgot um, we had that. I'll have to
0: look up in my notes later on uh, uh, it's how It's like, much...
2: also, I think, yeah, you know, your goddess's <laughs> brother might be looking for this, but hey.
1: <laughs> keep it hidden. Keep it safe. He would yeah.
0: be most intrigued by that, uh, again, yeah, considering the that. confrontational <laughs> nature between Songbird Hall and uh, Shadow Square. Mm. Here you
2: go. Have a thing. Um, I'll
0: look up later to see what the value
5: on that is. <laughs> hey, I have money for rent now. Hooray. I know,
6: right? <laughs> I was starting to run low. Chessere was
2: also keeping that to try to figure out a way to, to get rid of it. But hey, if y'all want it, sure. Mm. But I we suppose once you reach
0: with. the bottom of the steps, uh, Hadamun turns back to the rest of you. Well, I have a business to go and run. And I imagine all of you have your own business to get to.
5: We mm-hmm.
2: do. Are you free for dinner tonight?
5: If you'd like to join me.
2: Cesare smiles and nods.
5: Well, you kids have fun, then.
2: Okay. I love it.
6: Chesere's like, I
2: could be all of your parents several times over. You could be my parent once.
0: As an elf, he could technically only be the parent of two of you.
2: True. Don't brag about being old in front of your boyfriend. I mean, Cesare wouldn't say that, but when Nicholas says that, he looks at him like... But, you know, we love it all. Nicola
5: just smiles and, and sort of giggles slightly.
0: Cheser's like, I won't even be middle-aged by the time this guy dies and shoves his thumb over towards him. It's and... kind
1: of like when, Rick, <laughs> when we meet up in person and Rick is like, hello, children. And we're all hey, just children. like, some of us are older than you. I'm the only older. one. Well, only one of you. <laughs> well, that's true.
4: Most of us are. Shut up, youngest in the group. <laughs> I, used to, I
0: used to routinely say hello, children to people that were older than me. Too.
2: <laughs> Everyone's
4: they, makes us
0: feel hard. young. <laughs>
2: Well, I suppose we will see each other again tomorrow at the, for the uh, weekly meeting.
1: Yeah, yeah I to open my shop
2: maybe today.
3: I definitely could use time to study.
1: <laughs> and it might be worth uh, making some plans, I guess, for going back down into the sewers. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have to find out more first.
0: But I suppose you all go your separate ways. Again, you have a chance to work for the day for those of you that need to go and... Uh,
2: I guess I'm grading papers till I come back on this side. Well, I have to
0: make
1: a token appearance, you know.
0: Actually, open my shop
2: for the first time in a day or two.
0: Say, I don't think I've worked at all this week.
4: (laughs) I need to hire a part timer.
0: I have a note here that everyone worked for one day. All right, fair enough. But I think it was you worked for one day before you started like the going over to the Tooth and Nail, going, doing all the rest of that stuff, breaking people out of the holding house. I was about to say, this has been a busy week for us.
3: We have been very busy.
0: So I suppose then real quick, uh, first off, all of you, uh, the following day is the beginning of the new week, uh, which means that those of you who are at a comfortable cost of living need to mark off one gold piece. Uh, Those of you that are at a uh, subsistence level need to mark off four silver pieces. All right. Again, you can go uh, across Bleak Bridge, back over to the Villagree District, and all the rest of that stuff, it's just coming back across that's going to cost you money later. Like you do.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So we should be in Neth by now, I think.
3: Yeah, it is the first of Neth. The yeah.
5: first of Neth. You Four guys got through Halloween. Day. Yeah. yeah, I actually
2: looked to see if that was a holiday in Galarian, and it's not.
0: No, I think technically like New Year's is like a hol- is basically the Halloween equivalent in Galarian. Mm-hmm. So uh, real quick, I guess round table... I'll need a uh, craft check from Adria, I'll need an elven lore from Cesare, I'll need a chelish nobility from Lucia, a guild lore from Nicolo, and a lore cantargo from Vittoria.
4: I should really get into sailing again because my bonus is so much better. It just doesn't make any sense with what I actually do for a living.
0: I mean, you could close down your shop and buy <laughs> no, a boat. I'm
4: good for now. I've worked really oh hard boy. to have a shop. I'm going to have my shop. Also, I live. Right. love it.
0: So what did we get, Jess?
4: Adria rolled a 9 for a 17 on her craft check.
0: Uh, 17 is a success you only uh, worked for two days this week though so you know. that uh, earns you four silver pieces
4: uh, adventuring earns so much better
1: it yeah, does. The adventuring definitely pays better uh, jordan lucia rolled a six for a 13 very distracted this week mm. uh,
0: 13 is unfortunately a failure uh, yeah. you do still get like a pittance basically uh, you get four copper pieces for your time <laughs> okay i'll take it that almost <laughs> so pays money. for half of a trip across the bridge Heather, what did Cesare get?
2: Uh, Cesare rolled a uh, 14 for a 25.
0: A 25 is almost a critical success, uh, but not quite. However, it is still a success and earns you uh, six silver pieces. Rachel, what did our barista get?
3: Vittoria got an 18 for a 31. (laughs)
0: Jeez. A 31 is a critical success. She might have
3: issues with perfectionism. (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: Uh, however, since it is a lower level, basically lower uh, level DC and all the rest of that, uh, it does only earn you uh, six uh, silver pieces, um, <laughs> even from only working two days. And uh, Nicolo with your guild lore. <laughs> I rolled a four for a grand total of 12.
6: Uh, Ouch, for a 12. Ross, you and me. Um, yeah. Well,
0: unfortunately, 12 is a failure. It's not a critical failure. So uh, unfortunately, you only get uh, four copper pieces.
6: Woo. <laughs>
1: Oh well. I can mean, I can keep myself in candles for <laughs> there a is week. There's definitely going to be a time yeah. very soon when we all decide that we don't want to do this anymore and just <laughs> full-time adventure.
0: Well, it's a side gig. It mm, is definitely for starters. a side gig. Um,
1: yeah. secondly,
0: like if Nicolo wants to bump himself up to the DC 20 version, which he can do now because he's fifth level, um, mm-hmm. a success earns 9 silver pieces a day. That's pretty oh, that's good. Not bad. not bad. That's so. Good. You, I mean, you can still earn. I mean, at that point, if he works a full week, he could almost earn five gold pieces. Yeah, which is good money. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's really yeah. good money.
0: I certainly understand the idea. Just kind of throwing this out there. I certainly understand the idea of not bothering with earned income if you're an adventuring group that goes on an adventure every single week. But if you're an adventuring group, kind of like the Silver Ravens, where sometimes you do have to wait six weeks while Rexis translates notes. Mm. It's like, well, I got nothing else to do with my time. I might as well yeah. work a side hustle. Yeah. You all gather back together at the Long Coffee House after seemingly an eternity, like 20 something episodes. <laughs> Make your way in, you know, nod and wave over towards um, Laria. Laria? Oh, my God. I forgot she
5: existed. <laughs> <laughs> it feels
1: like we've been away from oh you for God. months and months and months.
4: <laughs> I guess we do hang Sorry, out in the hideout I... out a little bit because, man, it's been a minute.
0: Sorry, I just yeah. I was like, Again, oh my God. for you the players, it's been a minute. For the characters, it's been like four days. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, you make your way back down, uh, gather together with the silver ravens. All of you meet in this large uh, area down in the wasp nest. The uh, the washing sound of the water at your underground dock off towards the side. Uh, the gathered uh, groups here as you you know nod, wave, smile, and uh, ch- catch up with uh, Rexus, who's been down here for a while. Um, mm. Still need to get him out into the city at some
1: point. Uh, yeah, we most definitely have to have a, a foodie adventure with him.
6: Mm.
0: Everyone settles down with uh, with all of your members. A couple you know, a couple of the new faces gathering in. Uh, again, going over some of the things. I think Heather had them uh, written down.
2: We had been working on reducing notoriety, recruitment, and like I said, gathering information about the serial killer in Old Kentargo.
0: So the people gathering information about the serial killer could tell you that he got caught.
2: <laughs> they
4: don't
0: Ooh. say Success. they know it was us because
4: if they didn't they're fired we already talked about this
0: well, actually I think you did fail the gather information check so I think yeah. they didn't even uh, uh, no.
6: Yeah. Ouch. no
0: I think it's some sort of like investigator they brought in from Agorian. Gorian <laughs> no.
6: oh, she was there hey, but she didn't you know, know what that means that, we, that the, uh, yeah. the, our plan actually worked
3: I totally forgot she's probably still going to come visit me at school on which Monday which of these NPCs oh, was it
5: maybe It'd be hilarious if she gets credit (laughs) for it, (laughs) just by having done nothing about it.
2: Well, I mean, the Dottori were there; we're in the reports, you know. No, I know.
5: It'd just be funny if somehow, like, people forget that whole thing and just pin it to her the entire time.
2: I mean, the media
3: does have a tendency (laughs) to run away with headlines, even if they're not true.
5: Despite all of the evidence to the contrary, the substantial evidence to the contrary. Who, who
1: needs evidence, really, in the age of yellow journalism? Right? Like, how? So, what level of journalism are we really at here in Cantargo? That's fair. Lots of tabloids. Mm. I was gonna say, pretty state-owned, is what I would imagine.
0: Mm. It's true. Everything's going great in glorious Cantargo. <laughs> oh, great. Yep. It's true. Yeah. Uh, supposed to go through things real quick, though. So, doing our uh, our rebellion, uh, since we haven't done this in so long. Uh, first off, we'll need to go ahead and uh, determine the uh, supporter attrition. So basically, uh, we need a loyalty organization check. And I believe uh, usually Adria is the one to do this.
4: Oh, man. I rolled an 18 for a 28. Good Very job. Nice. People are feeling loyal. Is that?
6: <laughs> so <a> 28 <laughs> is a
0: success, which means the rebellion does not lose any supporters. Whoa! There we go. Nice. Uh, your notoriety is not 100. Uh, <laughs> Thank
6: good. God. Most definitely not
1: 100. <laughs> we, we don't That's want it to be 100. That's when things get really bad. I assume.
3: And we got to go all Ezio Auditory and start ripping down wanted posters.
5: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that just brings us into the activity phase. Oh, depending on our rank, I believe right now we're rank uh, six. Is that correct? rank six at the moment. Which means we get two actions and the bonus action I believe Rexus provides us. That is correct.
4: Should we do research about where this mysterious thieves guild could be or about the cult?
0: Yeah, I think we seems... should. Yeah. So gather information on the cult. Yeah, yeah, I would cults. say we
1: gather on the cult, not the Thieves' yeah. Guild, because those n- may not intersect. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you want to send one team out, uh, imagine Corvus' team, to go and uh, investigate the cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go ahead and give me a loyalty check.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I roll a six for a 16. Not great.
0: Not that you know that right now, but you're not yeah, going mean- to really make much headway as far as that mm-hmm. is concerned. Um, what would your next section want to be?
5: Let's see here. We could uh, have Morgar's team go out and reduce some danger. Not a bad idea. Making it less likely that uh, there's an event during the event phase.
4: Yeah. Let's make it safe.
5: Okay. Okay. Uh, So that is a security check, which means that that will be handled by Nicola. My God. I actually get to roll something. Yay! I
1: just. Why why are you yaying about that? I I hate to be a downer, but I mean this is gonna be. You know, (laughs) man, (laughs) shut
4: it. It's because you said something. You had to go
3: and put it in the universe, which I'm constantly telling you not to freaking do.
5: Well. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So oh God. uh so
0: that's a critical failure. Yep. Well that's a natural uh, one. Hello, more notoriety. Oh, like critical <laughs> failure, your notoriety score increases by one d four. And the danger rating rises. Um, as they actually Great. do more to basically cause problems. So go ahead and bounce me a D four.
5: And uh
3: He was like training the rookies and they effed up. That's what
0: happened
5: you know there was we'll literally a 1 in 20 chance of that happening so <laughs> uh, 2 that's... that's not too bad ok so it your already goes up by 2 Jordan's could have like, been worse but,
3: you know, he's this is why I roll. don't well, usually roll things now. Um,
5: let's see here <laughs> I mean we've got a third action I mean at this point we can just try to get um, supporters if we want
1: yeah I'd say let's just go for supporters there's not really anything else we can do I don't think yep
0: and uh, this is supporter related so that would be Jessica Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. I get to roll a thing.
0: Yeah, Rexus will go ahead and give you the plus one for this.
4: Ah, oh, heck yeah.
0: It would not have helped us. <laughs> ah, nice. sixteen
4: for a twenty-seven.
0: A twenty-seven is a success, which means nice. that you gain uh one or sorry, two d six plus your bonus, uh which oh. for Adria is a four. So two D six plus four.
4: We're gonna get Ooh. thirteen.
0: Wow. 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 That's pretty good. Nice. Adrian's very new supporters, Yeah. You yeah, have your little get together, you find out that uh your gather information team does terribly. And so you're just or like, like we okay, train fine. Them up. We need oh, you to go right. gather some other information. And then you send them <laughs> out, unaware that they're com- completely felt that one also.
4: <laughs> yep. I'll try.
0: And then you're like, Morgar, go mm. out there and reduce danger. And he's like, okay, fine. He's like, go down to the harbor and see what you can do. <laughs> they end up getting <laughs> into a fight with a bunch of drunken sailors. jeez. <laughs> oh, what, <laughs> sailor? uh, what do you do with a drunken sailor? What
3: do you do with a drunken
6: sailor?
2: Apparently, throw them in the bay if you're more guard. Please don't shoot
6: them.
3: <laughs> so, throw them in the bay when the tide is high. Throw them in the bay when the tide is high. <laughs>
0: mm. But then Adrian's like, I've got some more recruitment ideas. And
1: yeah.
4: like, we'll do, we'll target people that need to feel family. Like, found family. That's our new yeah. vibe. Okay, let's do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Raven's
0: off to the side. It's all about family.
6: <laughs> Vin <laughs> Diesel joins. Uh, diesel. Yes,
0: okay, so Raymond voiced by Vin Diesel. You reach the uh, the end of your chat with all of your compatriots, which is probably the point where you go into the like, all right, does anyone else have any news? And a couple of people bring up some stuff. You know, Rexus brings up uh, documents and everything else that he's been digging through as far as the uh, papers that were provided to you or provided to him from the Hell Knight of the Order of the Torrent, uh, which he's going through. He hasn't really made much progress yet on that front. Uh, one of the members of the uh, the Ravens, a older gentleman that you haven't uh, really had a chance to really chat with much up until this point. A uh, half-elven man by the name of uh, Rondolo Flounce. Hmm. You know, steps up. Uh, again, he's a he's a he's an aging uh, half-elven man, although judging by the, the amount of skin care and uh, personal hygiene that he exhibits, uh, it is very difficult to tell that he is beginning to age a little bit. The faintest amount of salt and pepper right at the temples. Mm.
3: That's a good look, let's be honest.
0: Very handsome man, mm. fine pressed clothing, carrying a uh, a cane with a, a silver raven head
3: uh, on it. We <laughs> love oh, it. Nice. oh my gosh.
0: I totally nice so. like
3: got an older version of Kaz Brecker. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the man stands up to his feet. I, I do have one thing to bring up to, uh, to everyone. Not everyone, mostly to you. Alright, go on. There is a, a matter of some perhaps import. I was down in old Cantargo, slumming it, if you will. Of course. Um, down <laughs> in some of my old stomping grounds. You understand that since the opera house is closed, many of the previous performers have been doing some uh, some small venue uh, performances. Not my usual, but <laughs> nice.
6: <laughs>
0: I love it. While I was down there, I was over Uchiha at just the. Just kind of uh...
1: leans forward.
0: <laughs> Go on. I was down at the uh, the Tooth and Nail Tavern, and we're doing some uh, some simple performances. Very hard to hear. There's some people playing some sort of devil darts or something like that. Um, all very yeah. Um, but I overheard while I was sitting at a bar, a woman made a way in. I didn't pay much attention. I'm a married man myself, obviously. Um, but <laughs> this woman came in, was speaking to someone behind the counter. Um, uh, a nice, amiable chap. Uh, not too uh, not too sharp
6: sure uh, we know him Yeah,
0: and I heard her, her say silver ravens hmm. and I went oh and so I turned I looked down the way I was like excuse me uh, I didn't say excuse me I was just thinking it to myself and then uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> she was asking um she seemed less like she was uh well she was a, a half elven woman straight dark hair uh carrying a a rapier, and in uh, one of those, he uh, gestures over at one of the other ravens So, one of those uh, those firearms that are all the rage in the South. She um, have a nose ring. No, but um, she was dressed in a chelish military uniform, uh, huh. like a naval officer, perhaps. Those dashing coats, you understand? Um, sure. And so uh, I, I leaned in, I listened, and the, the man behind the counter was like, Well, no, I don't know anything about obviously he wasn't uh, using this accent, but he was like, No, <laughs> I don't know anything about um, any silver ravens. And she said, Well, I'm interested in uh, in some people that may have been responsible for doing some of the good that I've heard about in the city. And he said, Oh, I know some some fine people. They do a lot of good stuff. But uh, and then she was like, Well, do you know their names? And he said, Oh, I can't remember. Um, I don't think he was covering for you. I honestly don't think he
1: remembered.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what?
1: Good on him because he probably would have blabbed the whole thing. That's why we're not fine. telling
4: him. That's why we uh, don't she, tell people. Like she that. she
0: asked a few nice, a uh, few inquiring questions there, and she chatted up a couple people at the bar. I didn't really think much of it, except for she was there uh, the night after and uh, and last night. Um, I don't have a drinking habit. I was just stopping by because I was curious. <laughs> sure.
6: You gotta,
2: te- you gotta keep tabs, of course.
0: Yes, yes. And they do keep quite a tab there.
2: Did you happen to catch this woman's name by any chance?
0: No, uh, no, I don't think she quite gave it, but uh, naval again. Naval
2: officer.
4: Half
0: elven woman, naval officer. She said that she was Darker. interested uh, in finding some people that wanted to do some good in the city.
4: Oh, we got to find mm. her.
0: Uh, so she, she might be at the sincere. tooth and nail now. Uh, well, I mean, she seemed sincere to me, and I am a great judge of character.
2: Is this man a great judge of character?
0: I have no idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I'm
4: making a mental note to go to the bar and see if I can find this naval officer to see if I know her.
0: Mm.
6: My husband
4: did things with the Navy.
0: You might want to go in force in case this is some sort of trap you want to stand. That's how they get you. Mm. That in the, the, the one drink minimum.
4: Mm. <laughs> That's just general life advice for sure.
0: It's true, be careful. Well, I have nothing else to contribute to that conversation, and uh, I wasn't going to question herself. Obviously, I'm not the uh, the get bloody in there sort of sort. I'm more here for the. What sort are you? Oh well, I'm I'm an accomplished swordsman, if you must know. Uh, However, I don't exactly degrade myself to being involved in uh, small tavern brawls or anything like that. Uh, I'm mostly an, an entrepreneur. Uh, which is why I'm here to really uh, to, to help the, the Ravens and uh, and mm. furthering all of our collective goal to get things back in order so that we're all making money again. Because mm-hmm. uh, these taxes are ridiculous. Do you, do you see my clothing? This fine embroidery. <laughs> do you know how much I had to pay for the oh, dispensation? No. To oh, wear I know. This it's so clothing? expensive.
6: <laughs> oh, it's, it's highway robbery is what it is.
0: Oh, all of these various <laughs> things. Before you know it, I'm not even going to be able to to. Go to any of the more body shows, if you understand, once the next proclamation comes out. Not that I go to those uh, personally, but I'd like to have the
5: option <laughs> If it want to present itself. Not that I've ever him. been. But <laughs> Oh
0: my Say so yes. Uh. By God, Rondolo Flounce is not my name.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so anyway, there's uh, there's your yoke. It just waters off.
6: <laughs> into the
0: crowd never to be seen or heard I just from love again. It. I <laughs> mean, like, you guys just like,
4: this guy's pretty cool. How did we get him recruited? I don't even know. I was about to say, Vittoria.
2: just looks at everyone else who recruited that man? Probably. Did he just
0: wander in? Yeah, everyone looks <laughs> confusedly around and then realizes no one recruited him. He just wandered down here.
1: But then you look at Lucia and Lucia's just going, Oh, he's so my kind of guy. Isn't he wonderful? Oh, Did
0: you no. recruit him? I loved you as the third sword
1: woman in that, uh, that the play. See, isn't he amazing? Look, he remembers me. It's amazing.
2: Okay, third Swordswoman, Did you just happen to wander down here and no one stopped
0: you? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I was here for very good reason. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate, <laughs> uh, the, there, was a, there was a big fire, and then uh, suddenly Shinsen was gone, and I had season tickets. Um... So uh, I'm very upset.
6: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Vengeance so I figured tickets. if I can't go into the cantagra Opera House, well, I'll just burn the whole thing down.
1: <laughs> yes. A man after my own
0: I heart. Love that. <laughs> Figuratively.
2: Chesaree just nods like, I get it, and sips some
0: tea. Yeah,
5: well, like, look at this guy. We like him. This is how we came to be. So we have one. We have one guy fighting literally for opera. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's fair. Fair. Yes.
1: <laughs> Nobody takes this man's season tickets and lives to tell the
6: tale.
0: You have any idea how many buckets of potatoes or whatever it was that I sell that I had to sell for that.
6: <laughs> I don't
1: actually know where my money comes from. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh uh, he what do you do t-totus! oh I'm
1: a merchant but it doesn't say what he sells
0: don't ask it's... I pay
5: someone else to figure that out
6: yeah he has <laughs> an middleman that runs all the
2: businesses
0: <laughs> I prefer
5: nondescript Probably. buckets to sacks with dollar signs on them I
2: just like the idea that he just walks away mid conversation and that's that and you're just <laughs> he, like okay <laughs> bye <laughs> stranger
0: I've delivered everything I need two toodles and he wanders
2: off
0: I have a prior engagement about a puppet show goodbye he wanders off you
2: know who this You know who this guy is? Uh, The main character from uh, Our Flag Means Death. Yes! Yes! Yes. Yes.
6: That
1: feels right. Oh, no. I have to leave now. I'm I'm
0: pursuing a lucrative career as a pirate.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Our Flag Means Death. Also amazing
5: show. Everybody should go watch it.
2: So I guess we're going to the tooth and nail. (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, it seems to be our plan. I guess, I guess yeah. we're just gonna we're hang out there adding. like every day forever. So uh, I don't mind. I mean, it's a nice tavern.
6: Yeah,
5: yeah. So uh, I suppose you
0: finish up your your meeting here. You give everyone their various tasks. Mm-hmm. That uh, that flounce guy that just showed up disappears, never to be, uh, <laughs> never to be seen, <laughs> never
5: to be seen
6: uh, <laughs> <we> <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our patron who out.
1: submitted that character. Yes, thank, thank
0: you to our patrons for uh, for submitting those guys. I will I will make a note here uh, just because that has been an update uh, that we uh, due to the sheer number of those that we have, and uh, obviously considering the fact that the uh, we were commenting earlier about being twenty something episodes since the last time you guys have actually had a chance to talk to the Ravens. Uh, we are no longer uh, doing the submissions at the $25 tiers for new Silver Ravens, but we have amazing things available at the $25 tier if you have not checked out that uh, our updated Patreon uh, goals. And if
4: we ever catch up, maybe we'll open it again in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah, if we do catch up in the future. Well, and again, I want an opportunity to, uh, I make a joke about him disappearing never to be seen again, but I would like an opportunity to expand some of these characters a bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as we're standing right now, if we got up to like 50 something of them, it'd be very hard for them to do more than just like one episode cameo and then disappear. I want mm-hmm. to
2: follow this flounce man around and figure <laughs> out I, what I his
1: deal I feel like Lucia is. and him would be very good friends. They definitely <laughs> hang out during the week.
0: You gather yourselves together. You set off from the Long Roads House. You make your way back down the Alabaster Way uh, through the Villigree District. Uh, back down Bridgeway, and then eventually across the Bleak Bridge, everyone mark off a silver piece uh, back before you make your way across to Argos Isle. Ah, uh, taxes. I really need to have a button that just takes a silver piece from everyone.
1: <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> can probably ching! figure out how to do that. Yeah. It needs to play a funny, like, chink sound at the same when
4: time. When we own yeah. this town, we will make no more taxes to cross this bridge. <laughs>
5: when we own this town at least like, reasonable taxes if you're taxes. gonna tax the bridge mm. at
3: least use the money to fix up the bridge but that's not that's what's true. happening
5: Yeah, well, not anymore
0: mm. but you make your way across bridgeway uh, down river road back down from there across uh, what road is that Veritas road before you make your way onto Salt Street and then follow that around
5: until you reach the Tooth and Nell feels like we were here yesterday mm. alright we kind of were <laughs> Wow, the action is although honestly I could use a drink and their ports are pretty good yeah which is funny because you guys kept complaining about having to do things on the other side of town
0: (laughs) now
6: it's like (laughs) now "Now we're on this side
0: wait till book three and you're back on the other side again (laughs) (laughs) Um, of course by that time the bridge tolls a gold piece can we take the long Mm. way around
2: the Kentargo Cemetery and get a pie
0: uh, yeah, you can stop by and get a <laughs> pie. Yeah, yeah. yes. Drive-by. Uh, we, drive we do
4: the drive through. Yeah, we do yeah. the
2: drive
0: through.
1: Yes. We all pretend to we're sitting in a buggy. You know Yeah, that? he doesn't
0: do walk-ups at the drive through. That's just dangerous.
4: Mm. I mean,
0: <laughs> that's so get We pie. just
4: open the door. Give us your
0: pies. Eventually, though, you arrive at the Tooth and Nell Tavern. Uh, make your way in. Again, it's it's basically late morning by this point, once you've finished up with everything, with the rebellion and stopping to get a pie. Uh, mm-hmm. And as such, it's not particularly uh, busy. In some... Stands behind the counter, you know, waves and smiles. You get the impression that he recognizes you, but does not actually remember your names.
2: And we're not going to reintroduce ourselves. That's great. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll just just say hi. Let him, you know, be him. Yes. Say hi to him and order our normal, like, beer.
0: Yeah. Even without a perception check, you can take a quick glance around the room, let your eyes adjust. Once you're now in the dim interior, Uh, you can see that there's a, a collection of the regulars here. Basically, the people that you get the impression that either, um... In the case of two of them, that they're probably retired. Uh, In the case of one of them, you think might have a drinking problem, um, considering that same guy is here all the time. Uh, Mm. The other two older gentlemen uh, sit at a table next to the front door or under one of the windows uh, with a game of uh, King! Exclamation point, which is basically chess, as they're uh, playing back and forth as they do uh, seemingly every day, Uh, mostly grumbling to one another about uh, either their various chess moves or um, their grandchildren that never call. And by that, I mean, send them a letter.
4: I understand that feeling.
0: That's true. However, uh, as you get your drinks, you can see that in the furthest back corner of the room sits a woman. The woman sits with her back in a corner uh, with a clear line of sight on the door, uh, as well as all the other doors in and out of this room. (laughs) Uh, She wears a tricone hat. Uh, which is lower down somewhat in the front. You're not entirely positive if that's intentional or if that's because of her uh, pointed half-elven ears kind of forcing the hat up in the back, Mm -hmm. causing it to lower down in the front. Watches you all curiously. And from uh, underneath her black cloak, you can see that she's wearing a red and black uniform. Uh, both of her feet are currently propped up on another one of the chairs, as if she's probably been here for at the very least a little bit, maybe since this place has opened.
2: I mean, we've been here enough. We have a table we usually sit at. That's where Cesare is going to go. I'm going to. Do I know her?
0: Um, No, she doesn't look familiar to any of you.
2: Hmm.
0: Is she hmm. drinking something? Uh, she doesn't appear to be drinking. She is smoking a pipe.
4: Adria will get a drink and walk over.
1: Really? I guess the rest of us are going to sit at another table and. you can come. I don't know. Get ready to jump if she starts firing at you. <laughs> She's not going to shoot me in the middle of the bar. She's going to Han Solo you. You don't know.
3: (laughs) We don't know, which is why we need to figure
2: out what's happening first. We're just going to be nearby. Kind of hoping we were just going to watch her for a little while. I don't know. I'm just going to walk over to her. You look thirsty. Can I join you?
0: I'm not. And it depends.
4: Hmm. Okay. Depends on what?
0: It depends on who all of you are.
4: Hmm. Well,
0: She glances at you back over towards the table where everyone else is trying their best to nonchalantly watch this. Although, imagine the four of you have formed like a semicircle. Also, there's a cat on the table staring at her. (laughs) I mean,
2: Raven does have the cat stare, Mm you know? Vittoria is
3: trained to look nonchalant.
5: It's true. Vittoria is the only one looking nonchalant. Yeah. <laughs> I've never looked nonchalant a day the in my life. The rest of us are looking
1: a little thuggish as we're kind of le- like looming over the table. I mean, am sure
2: Cesare is eating the pie he got and drinking his beer and letting Raven be the staring. They
1: brought outside food into this tavern? They're yes. a name?
2: They They're friends with, with Reich.
1: Oh, I guess that's true. He, he was, was selling, selling pies food out here earlier. Last time. Yeah. Yeah. Good point.
4: Well, I mean, there's only one way to get to know people. It is kind of odd to find, what is this, Navy? Um, somebody from the Navy hanging out over here? I figured you'd, I don't know, be somewhere closer to the harbor.
0: Well, my favorite place burned down, so here mm. I am. That
4: was a real loss. I'm Adria. Adria Sela.
0: I'm Eliya. She stands up to her feet, glances over towards the rest of your compatriots. Again, she is tall at just over six feet.
4: Hmm. Oh, well, She's taller than me. Ooh, big lady. Oh, you want to join us instead?
0: I'm looking for someone. A group of people, actually.
4: Well, I mean, there's five of us. That's a group.
0: I'm looking for a group of people that are responsible for ending some murders in the Red Roof District.
4: Oh, those sound like cool people. Why are you looking for them?
0: I'm looking for them on behalf of someone else. Someone who is an interested party. Someone who is looking for people that may be responsible for other good deeds that have been done in the city. Perhaps a certain, uh, she picks at a fingernail. A certain jailbreak that we've heard of recently. It may be interested in, oh, I don't know, replicating their success.
4: Adria hides like the, ah, delightful thought. Well, it's odd to just be standing in a bar, though. So we should either sit here or you should come sit with us.
0: I need to know that I'm not wasting my time.
4: Well, you've been wasting your time for however long you've been sitting here. You had your feet kicked up. What's a little longer?
0: I need to know that I'm not wasting my time sitting at your table. So, am I wasting my time, or should you introduce me to your friends?
4: Who's your backer? Somebody else in the navy?
0: I need to know that I'm not wasting my time before I get into any of the details.
2: Yeah, well, we're not telling you crap until we know you're not working for the government.
1: Yeah, she's clearly working for the government.
2: You
4: know, when you when your calendar frees up, feel free to join us. I'll leave the drink and I'll head up back over to hang out with the friends,
6: <laughs>
4: and then I'll be I'll communicate what just occurred and be like, I don't know, she's kind of sus, but
1: maybe. I mean, she's pretty cagey, but... I mean, so are we. But why not just hire... If you want to get something done, why not just hire mercenaries? Oh,
4: yeah. Could I have gotten a read on, you know, if she's sincerely trying to find someone that wants to do good, or if she is, uh, like, you know, sting operation? Yeah, you can
5: make a perception if you wish. Yeah. I mean, can I still do that even though I wasn't part of the conversation? Yeah, you or... Okay. Well,
4: to be fair, I think she was honest with what she said, but has there been any other, like big arrests or like groups that are in trouble or like
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure those two things tie directly to us right like
4: well but she wants if she would if she's looking for someone to replicate that jailbreak who is she trying to jailbreak yeah that's a good question
0: uh as far as you're concerned I mean there have been people arrested
5: nonstop. again the jails mm. are full
4: why don't we invite her to our secret area don't we have like a secret place near here?
5: Yeah, that you that we can talk to people,
1: but like yeah, I don't place know to if talk it's... to people. But then we'll burn that hideout if she is working for Thrune.
4: Well, she's working for Thrune, Then there's a lot more of us than her. But I, she seems maybe on the level. But we don't want to have that conversation in the middle of this bar.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. Too many witnesses. Yeah, it's up to you if you wanted to invite her.
4: I'll use our weird bartender guy to deliver a note, and then uh, we can head down to our secret space. Right, that seems fun, and like cloak and dagger all espionage
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can provide a note to him.
4: He may or may not be able to read. We don't know. Hm.
0: Make your way out back around to the back of the building, down into uh, what amounts to almost like a storm cellar here. Uh, wait a short time. You know, one dim, mostly turned down lantern as all of you sit in the, uh, the near darkness, uh, which is really only an issue for Lucia, who's the only one that doesn't have like dark vision or low light vision.
4: I
2: mean, we'll cast a light spell.
0: Well, I was just more saying if you're wanting to be mysterious down there.
2: Oh, I do want to be mysterious. Never mind.
4: Yes. You no, want
0: to be mysterious. I'll put my only cloak mystery. up,
1: you know.
2: Cesare <laughs> is ready to punch somebody if he has to. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> After
0: a few minutes, the woman comes down the stairs. Uh, again, she's tall, just over six feet, uh, wearing a chelish military uniform under a black cloak. As she steps down, you can see that uh, she has one thumb hooked over the belt, directly over where her rapier is, but not with her hand on the weapon. Uh, mm-hmm. The other hand, uh, her thumb hooked on the belt on the other side, directly over where a uh, six-chambered pistol, a pepper box,
6: uh, cool.
0: bounces wow. on her opposite hip.
4: That's we a nice know a guy one. that would love that.
0: The woman inclines her head. Well, this looks like an area for skullduggery. I'm going to assume that you are the heroes that I've been looking for.
2: And what exactly do you want?
0: She removes her hat, taking on a very, despite her, again, her appearance, which seems to be somewhat more swashbucklery, <laughs> taking on a very serious demeanor with military straightness. I am mm. Lieutenant Elia Nones of the Chelish Warship Scourge of Belial. Captain Sargeda requests the company of those citizens who so ably liberated a certain gathering of wrongfully imprisoned Hell Knights from unjust incarceration. She places her hat
1: back on. I'll pick it up here next time. Ah, <laughs> ah, Dang bah, it! Bah, bah, yeah, the scourge of Belial sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't it's know. sitting
4: in the freaking bay. It's sitting isn't it? in the bay, uh, isn't it? Yeah. getting yeah. repairs or something right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. before we sign off, though, I did want to take a
0: second to thank our patrons. Uh, we mentioned them a little yeah. bit earlier uh, for helping to contribute to uh, the ongoing adventures of the Silver Ravens. Uh, if you enjoy this show and would like to hear more of it, uh, that is a Patreon reward tier to move this show over to being a once a week show. Uh, That way it doesn't feel like forever uh, between uh, our various rebellion (laughs) mechanics because it it has been. And uh, go and check that out. And also if you want other cool things, like I said, we have recently redone our Patreon tier rewards, which does include things like basically credit to our store to get uh, whatever T-shirts that you want. So if you want your very own, you know, Hell's Rebels thing T-shirt or something like that, that's awesome for our $25 tier. Cool bonuses and all the rest of that good stuff. There's tons of stuff. Go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Go right. check out all that cool stuff. All right. See
3: y'all next time, Pathfolk. <laughs>
0: yeah, tune in next time <laughs> to see whether or not this is a horrible trap or
1: a new friend. I'm ready. <laughs> it I'm ready to use, like lore, sailing. <laughs> <Get> ready <laughs> use lore Sailing. Get
0: ready next time for so many sense motive rolls. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. be a
0: lot. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.